Coming in on three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. Yeah! I like this shot full of shit. That's about it. <laughs> was that was that recorded? <laughs> it's not an episode if you didn't make something up. And the average for the beer that everybody loves is really high. I like getting shit on. Reviews. Yes, and a, a lot of magic shows. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast on adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox, and with me is Big Earn. I'm here, and it's a pleasure for you to have me here today. Thank you, Big Earn. And Chris. Wait. Uh, I'm also here today, and uh, in the immortal words of Nick Miller, rubbing alcohols for outside wounds and drinking alcohols for inside wounds, and I can't wait to do therapy with you. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Nice. Wow. Bravo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We also have with us uh, Mark Quay. How you doing, Mark Quay? Uh, pretty good. I, uh, I'm i happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to make a joke there, and then I thought, well, if I make a joke about people who don't drink, then people will think I'm a jerk. And I am. <laughs> but so you just but don't want I don't people want people to about. think that. You just yeah. don't want the proof. Yeah. Yeah. So explaining the joke is, okay. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll jump past that one. <laughs> All right, and with us also today is Sean. How you doing, Sean? Sean doing Ballinger. Good. No, I'm glad to be here. We're going to drink some sherry today, so. Excellent. And uh, he's from Bear Creek Winery. So mm-hmm. welcome uh, back to the podcast, both of you nice. guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being on the show today. So how have you guys been? Anything interesting going on that's been happening this past week? Yeah, uh, I saw the cool... I'd, I'm not much for people decorating their vehicles all all, all a lot with lots of stickers and stuff. But uh-uh. this mm-hmm. this one girl I saw driving in Tacoma, she it had a it was a picture of a hand with the circle and cross out, and it said "Keep your dick beaters off my truck." And I thought that was really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and, and she had pink cock and ball valve cover stems, and uh, this chick is rad as fuck. <laughs> yep. Anyway, yeah. nice. Yeah. I got to hang out with people again. Had a little backyard party at a friend's 40th birthday party. Nice. Threw some. We played badminton. Have you guys shuttlecocked? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yes, I've, I've, been known I've played to badminton. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day. And they had, uh, it must have been for kids, but axe throwing. And they had like, I don't know, really long fingery things sticking out of the board. So there's little Nerf axes stuck into the board. Oh, okay. I was fucking bad at that, too. <laughs> But it was a great time, though. I was kind of wondering where that story was going. Oh, this must have been for the kids because it's axe throwing. (laughs) Obviously, six and under. (laughs) Nerf axes. (laughs) Oh, nerf. See, now that makes sense. Not really. Not really. (laughs) Nerf axes don't make any sense. You're not going to chop down anything with a nerf axe. Yeah, what are you teaching our kids? (laughs) It's just for competition. It's not going to hurt you. I'll hit people what I like with a Nerf axe. <laughs> like, hey, man, how's it going? Right on the butt. Maybe right. not. <laughs> <laughs> Too far. Too far. Well, I uh, I got my second uh, COVID shot, so I, uh, I'm doing really good. Just a little sore in the arm about a day afterwards, but that was about it. I went to uh, a comedy show, saw Mark Way there. Hey. Uh, so that was my first time really going out in probably about a year. Uh, and doing outside venture stuff besides eating with the wife in a, in a corner of a restaurant somewhere or outside. 
I was just wondering, was Mark Way part of the comedy show or was he just, you just saw him there? I just saw him there. Oh, yep. okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, he was not, he's not that good then or what? No, he just wasn't. Uh, oh, it wasn't your ouch, night. Ouch, bigger. <laughs> I can't be on every single show. Otherwise it gets boring Okay. for the people who go to it. What if you went to every single show and you saw the same guy every single time? It's Especially like, since he doesn't write a lot of jokes. It's true. I've been using the same four <laughs> jokes for 12 years. <laughs> so, why did the chicken cross the road? What, why? I don't know. I've been working on that one for 14 years. <laughs> so close. He I just can't come up with the finish. He won't call me back to tell me what the fuck happened on the other side. Well, Frogger made it. <laughs> I just played Frogger the other Sometimes. day. Sometimes, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's good. Oh man, I'm a big fan of the, like those older, older uh, video games. Mm-hmm. Like the fi- like the kind you can find at Pixeled. No, like the kind I can find on my uh, on- online anywhere. Uh, my what is it? Blueberry Pie or Raspberry Pie? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's like a bunch of classic Nintendo and Super Nintendo games on this little uh, little unit. Hmm. And uh, yeah. So like my first game I played, of course, was Super Mario Brothers, and I went into regular Zelda, and then I got to the last level, and I'm just like, I don't have the time to go through this, because this last level at Zelda, Legend of Zelda, is fucking time-consuming. And just so like just this kinda, build up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? So I just kind of stopped, and I went to uh, Zelda 2, and then that's the final level on that's even more time-consuming, so like I just kind of stopped. twice? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> It takes twice like, as long, and it's really twice as boring. But Ganon is a really tough adversary, so it's understandable that it would take time to beat him. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you got to get to know him, his routine. <laughs> you know, check out it's his like, okay. Facebook yeah. profile. Throw a PI on him to get, right. gather some dirt. <laughs> oh, a PI. I thought you were talking about R. Kelly. I <laughs> know <laughs> that'd be IP on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I gotta, I gotta, I got something for that one. All right, ah, sorta, kinda. <laughs> Anything else? Anything uh, that you guys been up to since our last recorded episode? Butcher the cow. Yeah, I don't know. That's not what we do up here. I guess purchased a cow a while back, and we went and got it and split it up. That was an all day thing. Is that how you killed it? You split it up. <laughs> split it up. Well, you, each of you, you take that side. Yeah. Uh, you, four of you get together, grab a leg. Just six grown men with katanas cutting it. <laughs> Shing. <laughs> Miracle whip. So, <laughs> is that Wonder Woman's thing? That's the, the, the last of Miracle whip. whip. <laughs> Miracle whip. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. hilarious. Oh my um, gosh. I too, Big Earn. I didn't I bought a cow, but I did not butcher anything. Like I the, the guy was like, hey, I'm selling a chunk of this cow, and we paid like, I don't know, I want to say it was like three hundred dollars. And the guy essentially brought us a bag of steaks and burger. And I was like, <laughs> nice. That's what I'm talking about. I don't like I couldn't imagine. Like I've killed so a deer. We and didn't I... kill it or anything. We you said you butchered it. Well, we cut it up. Oh, it was already dead. When it was we found quartered. It? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we found it this way. <laughs> it, looked, it looked fairly fresh. I mean, not too many flies on it yet. Uh, Living cow. Paid for the cow. Paid for the butcher to slaughter it. Okay. And then they quartered it. 
and then we picked it up and brought it over to the friend's garage and cut it up. Oh, ground sure. it, packaged it. I like how when you say cut it up, it looks like we were dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I think cut he was trying shot. to pretend that he was sharpening a knife on a steel, <laughs> like shing shing shing. <laughs> cut my finger off. Nice. Anyway, yeah, that was an all-day process. Fun. All right, it's been an eventful week. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. All right, listeners, today's episode is about sherries, right? Sherry wines in particular. And I really wanted to get this episode going because we're going to be talking a lot this summer about bourbons and whiskeys. And sherry casks are one of the many casks that whiskeys and bourbons can be laid to rest in to gather some of those flavors. So I wanted to do an episode about these sherry wines so us as the podcast can learn what sherries taste like and if those sherry notes really come through in these other whiskeys in the future. Uh, so with us uh, today is Sean, of course. He's the, he's the wine master guy of... of uh, is that an official title? No. <laughs> <laughs> wine master guy. Well, he's a sommelier. Level, level one, right? Level one, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I like... Take Smalley out maker. of it. Yeah, just a winemaker. No. It's winemaker. <laughs> yep. Level one wine guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you came uh, with this uh, this outline here for sherries. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you go over uh, with our listeners what sherries are today? Yeah. Um, so sherries are a fortified wine. Fortified um, meaning? Where they add distilled spirit to it to increase the alcohol. Okay. Um, typically 15 <laughs> to about 20%. Um, uh, they're from southern Spain, from a region called Jerez, or Jerez, if you want to be like that. Castilia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Jimenez. Yeah. <laughs> Zimenez, whatever. Um, so they're made, they're, they're similar to port, but they're different because they're made exclusively from white grapes. Um, the main grape is called Palomino. Like 98% of the Palantines in that region are that grape, so you're pretty much... Primarily, that's what you're drinking. Other than the last one today that we're trying, the Pedro Jimenez, that one is um, a different grape, which is super inky and black, and it's really interesting. But uh, the ones that we're going to start with are made exclusively from Palomino grapes, and they're mm-hmm. made with the Solera system. Um, so, so it's like a movie with George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah, which we'll go into detail like through each of the wines and how it works and why it creates different flavors and things along those lines. When we're starting with the Fino Sherry, um, that is, that's made with, uh, they literally fortify it to about 15% alcohol, which this floor wild yeast can, can grow in that environment. They don't fill the barrel all the way to the top. So if you keep the alcohol low enough, then this wild yeast grows, and it protects the wine from oxidation. Keeps the color and light. Keeps and, the color light. And yep. clean. And, and clean and, and yep. refreshing flavors, right? But if you boost the alcohol up a little higher, then you get um, a, that, that floor can't live in that environment. And so, that's F-L-O-R. Yep, F-L-O-R. And that's basically, it's like a cousin yeast to like the yeast that winemakers add um, to their... To actually cause fermentation to happen, they're related, but they're not the same. So, floor would be like for home brewers or whatnot, uh, similar to trube. So, in breweries and, and in brewers of beer, trube is that collection of yeast after it has been activated and collected and brewed as much of the alcohol as possible. And, and then in beer, it settles to the bottom, but in sherries, it rises to the top mm-hmm. and protects right. protects from oxidi- oxidization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we drink it. 
Yeah, you want to <laughs> you want to bust open a couple? Let's uh, let's take an advertisement break real quick, mm-hmm. guys, and we'll get these first three lined up for you, and we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Let the sherry hit the float. Let the sherry hit the float. Ladies and gentlemen, we might mention Bridgeview Liquors a lot around here, and there's a there's a really good reason why. They pay for a lot of our booze. But uh, one of the great things about them, not just the paying us in alcohol, is they truly seem to love what they do. They, they're knowledgeable as hell on almost every type of alcohol. Anytime I have questions, that's where I go. That's why I love Bridgeview Liquors. And I know for a fact that they have knowledgeable staff because if you go back to our Brandies and Cognacs episode, uh, Evan, their store manager, their, his store pick for Brandies was the winner for the day. And I'm also impressed immensely with their huge selection of craft beers, not only locally, but as far away as four or five other states, which is more than an armful away. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of their knowledgeable staff, I found out that the word Gewürztraminer means a noble grape. While at Bridgeview, um, it is basically a grown-up version of a Moscato. Bridgeview has a wide selection of local as well as really hard-to-find wines. I like Gewürztraminer wines just because I like to say that word. Dude. And I'm German. Gewürztraminer is about the funnest thing you can do with my mouth. (laughs) It is. (laughs) And one of the fun things about Bridgeview that I like is that uh, how regularly they post on social media the new beers and liquors they get in with pictures. Because I'm a picture guy. Um, I like to see the Not much a reader, huh? No. (laughs) But Bridgeview has the picture. So I'm like, oh. That's the beer I'm looking for. I can look at the picture. I can go look for the can or the bottle and you know figure out and match them up and everything. And they do that uh, weekly on all their new releases for that week. So it's kind of nice. I like that. And you can find those social media posts on Instagram and Facebook at Bridgeview Liquor. And their website is bridgeviewliquors.com. And you can go to their location at 935 37th Avenue South in Moorhead. And when you do go to their location at 935 something in Moorhead, <laughs> if you mention Brews, Booze, and Reviews at the checkout, you save 10% off of all purchases. 10% off all purchases. So th- 10% off all purchases. Thanks once again for listening to our podcast. We love and appreciate all of our listeners, and we really love and appreciate you at Bridgeview Liquors. 10% off all purchases. All purchases. No. Oh no, it's Ramshackle. Ramshackle is not a, a, a villain in the Batman series. <laughs> Although that would make sense. Yeah. I would think he'd be more of a fucking Flash villain. Those Flash villains are just like half-assed. Reverse Flash. Oh, there's yeah. Like, there's yeah. like six speedsters that are, are fucking villains. I'm like, <laughs> but nowhere else in any other fucking continuities of DC or nothing is there any other fucking speedsters There's, except for the Flash. Dude, I love I love the fact, too, that he's, I'm the fastest man in the world, except for these other fucking six dudes that <laughs> yeah, right? continuously whip my ass. That's so fun. I've often thought, like, the Flash is the worst superhero because, like, what can you really solve by being able to run fast? So you, they, like, made up some stuff. Like, he can vibrate through things like okay he's got speed thought now on, on according to cw <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't yeah it doesn't matter how fast you are you can never outrun your problems that's true that's he is true. my he is my second favorite uh dc i like him better than superman just because of the artwork in the comics the the artist that drew the last 
two iterations of, of uh, Flash that I really like uh, did a wonderful job on the on the actual comic books themselves. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, getting I, back I to think the I'm on the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> did I did I black out or something for a while? Or yeah, did, well, did we move on to something else? Welcome I thought- to Fat Man Beyond uh, Part Two <laughs> without Kevin Smith or Mark Bernard. No. Uh, <laughs> All right, welcome back from our ad break. Thanks for listening to our advertising. Really appreciate that. So this first one is a pheno. So Sean, what is a pheno sherry? So it's a pale in color. Um, it's not oxidized, it's biologically aged, not oxidatively aged. So what is the difference between those two things? So one's biological uh, ones. Yeah. Depth? One is under the protection Step of the floor where oxidative is not. So like literally oxygen just integrated into the wine and gotcha. creates darker, more complex flavors. So the darker the, the wine, the more it was fortified and be higher ABV and yep. it imparts the colors from the barrel. Mm-hmm. No, it's right. Well, it imparts the color from oxidation. Oxidation. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so Fino is like the classic sherry, and it's completely dry, as you can tell when you're drinking it, right? There's no sugar in this whatsoever. We haven't drank it all yet. We're you haven't? Waiting to hear, hear about oh, it first. Oh, yeah. yeah. So on, the, on this website, you want to turn that a little bit towards me there, Bigger? Yes, thank you. So it's uh, some demaisonselections.com. Okay, Grant Fino <clears throat> Lagarocha. It's a boy. This is going to be fucking stupid for me to go through. Okay, so this is sherry. So this is made with Palomino grapes. It's a three-year sherry. Uh, the Finola Garocha has spent three years aging through the Solero system. The microclimate of the bodega, which is not your your store on the corner, it's actually like a Rick House for whiskeys, right? Produces produces a distinct floor F L O R that gives this sherry its unique characteristics. So it should be served at about 45 degrees Fahrenheit. I feel like this one's not quite there. And this one is what exactly? Probably. 15%? Yeah. <clears throat> Correct. 15%. It's 40. What do you guys think? Looks like apple juice. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a, a nice cider. Mm-hmm. I'm actually it's, really glad that you guys are here to witness me pop my sherry cherry. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of popping going on because I've never sherried either. This is it. Does smell sweet as fuck though, mm-hmm. but it's dry when you drink it. I don't get yes. a lot. Of yes, the, it is. Yeah, <laughs> we get a little yeah, bit of that that, that grape and some some kind of like uh, farmhouse funk a little bit to it. It's got a a weird um, tangy or sour notes to it on mm-hmm. the side of my tongue, in the back a little bit. It's weird. Well, oh, it is dry. Is, yeah, it's super dry. Uh, Palomino is notoriously low in acid. Mm-hmm. Neutral grape, like uh, really, really boring for if you make like a white wine out of it. It's like Swedish. Mm-hmm. So in having low acid versus high acid, what does that do to the flavors? Or it just gives it a neutral kind of base wine for the fortification. Yeah, it is. It's a little dry for my likeness and uh, lack of sweetness for my likeness as well. Yeah, I I don't it know. Is, it is not sweet at all. No, no, there's no dry, sugar in this at all. Bitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my tongue is like starting to swivel up, shivel up, swivel up, swivel, swivel, swivel. Jeepers, jeepers. Jeepers. <laughs> Talk now. How many things is it gonna do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I keep drinking it though. Yeah, damn. It's interesting. It's yeah, definitely some flavor. It, yeah, I haven't made up my mind whether I like it or not because this is my first time having a sherry too. So my oh, cool. sherry cherry is being popped Ooh, as well. 
<clears throat> it, that's not surprising because it's gone so down in popularity in the last like 30 years that almost no one drinks it. Who, who do you know like orders a sherry at a restaurant or anything like that? It's it's definitely on the downturn, but I think that it's such a unique drink that it's got to have a revival. I thought that I thought sherry was a kind of booze. Yeah. I mean, tasting <laughs> it, it feels like a light booze. It is. Like, uh, it is. Yeah. It does have a little bit of that booziness yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, the more I drink it, the more I'm like, yeah, it's pretty all right. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Pretty yeah. All right. I, yeah. After it cooled your tongue it took a couple me a while. times. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. The second and third drink is much better than yeah. the first. The yeah, third, the beginning. The third it, bottle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best shit. I feel that happens with a lot of alcohols. <laughs> That's why everybody fell in love with Bud Light. You had at least six, crack of six of them. Yeah. yeah. Easy drinking. Yeah. When I first got this in my mouth, it really tasted, I got that funk right away. Mm-hmm. But once you have more of it and get kind of used to it, it mm-hmm. you can appreciate the grapes a little bit more. Yeah. I think I, mm-hmm. a little earthy. I, I yeah. agree with you, Knox. I get more of that grape, um, almost like an after thought. Just like, yeah, it's kind of dry, and then oh, hey, there's a little bit of something there, a little, almost like a dry <clears throat> cider, real dry cider. All right, any other um, any other notes on this one? Nope, no. And we're gonna rate these as wine, so it's a uh, zero through five. Zero being the worst, five being the best. Correct. In quarter increments, and uh, <laughs> since none of us know anything about sherries to begin with, I think that uh, the first rating on this one should uh, Sean should probably do. Yes. So, so we're in the right ballpark. I feel like what <laughs> I'm going to already rate it is probably going to be real close to what Sean was going to rate it. I just oh. want to put that out there now <laughs> yeah. so people don't think I'm copying him. I have a number, and I bet it's pretty close to yeah. this. I last, got, time we, last time we were pretty insane. Right. As a matter yeah. of fact, I've got a number in this envelope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got five envelopes, but let's see. Uh, <laughs> I think it's quite nice. I'm going to give it a 4.2. 4.25? 4. 4.25 it is. Yep. <laughs> Quarter increase. Oh, that's right. Yep. Mark Way, uh, we're going uh, look, counterclockwise. If we're gonna have me rate this as of right now, this is gonna be the best sherry I've ever tasted. So <laughs> I don't know how to rate a sherry except for I liked it. <clears throat> Would I buy it? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't. Well, how much was this one bigger? Yeah, I had how the, much was it? This one was. Where is the bottle? Right here. And it says in the back? Thirteen ninety nine. Nice. For yeah, three what? So if I drank that bottle, I would get well it's fifteen percent. Three so three seventy five. You'd get three seventy five milliliters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean if I was looking to get drunk for thirteen dollars. I never buy full bottle sherry typically. I like the half bottles. You like the two three seven five? I like the three seven fives. Is there a reason for that? Because you can't drink all of it? Yeah. Or like Well, it's typically higher in alcohol and and you don't really and want to keep these open, exactly. right? Exactly. Once you long. open it up, it goes bad pretty quickly. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not like whiskey or anything like that. Oh, Where interesting. There is, there's a theory out there that you should open up a bottle of whiskey, take your first quote-unquote neck pour, which is bullshit, uh, out of it, and then let uh, the new oxygen in there a little bit, and it, it, it in, it's supposed to mix the new oxygen with the bottle of bourbon and make it... Uh, more calm and less astringent, but that's just a fucking theory. Do you? Have, you don't. Buy do you it. think there's any validity to it? Yeah, absolutely. 
<laughs> I there there's validity to having some more uh, new oxygen in there to help with the flavors, <clears throat> but I don't believe that fucking neck pour shit. That's What's just because someone someone along the way just had to have some when and he thought nobody was looking, so he's like looking around. Okay, I'm gonna have a little bit of this stuff and took some of it and then turned around and somebody was there. He goes, oh. I was doing you a favor. <laughs> yeah. I was getting rid of their shit in the neck for you. So now the good oxygen come in and the next shot that you have, the next drink you have will be perfect. You're welcome. See ya. Yeah. But I do think I've got, went back to bottles that I've uh, enjoyed more than I did previously. So I think that there is some validity to it. But that's that's when it comes to whiskey and bourbon. That has nothing to do with sherries at this moment. Yep, this, no, sherries get bad, so I'm glad you brought really it up. Really quickly, yeah. what's just going on here? <laughs> <laughs> we better we better hurry up and drink it. Okay, what's your rating there? Okay, again, best sherry I've ever had. So I I have to say that it's a five because I do, I do like it. You know what I mean? As far as I can tell, I would rate it a a five out of five because it hits mm-hmm. everything that I am looking for. It's not too. Um, I don't really like wine, and I, I have no uh, what's the word expertise in this area. But do I drink a wine? Like I said, I finish like half the glass, and then I'm like, okay, and then my wife finishes the rest because I just don't like it. But this, I feel like I could drink it. Cool. You know, what you I were mean? surprised in a good right, way, right? Yeah. Right, cool. like it's not. It doesn't make me feel <clears throat> when I drink wine. It like uh, as soon as it hits my throat, I'm just like, oh god, is someone gonna? Die? I'm gonna die soon. <laughs> But this isn't that bad at all. Like, it honestly, if 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 you told me that this was fifteen percent alcohol, which you have, I wouldn't believe you. Yeah, you we made you I mean? sign it, something. <laughs> that is true. Consent I, form. Uh-huh. You think uh-huh. it's higher? No, I don't. Higher. I don't. You don't get a lot of booziness. It doesn't taste burny to me. Like <laughs> when I drink a wine, like I feel like I'm drinking acid and sulfur. <laughs> and this to me, maybe I'm just drinking shitty wines, but this to me is at least like, <laughs> okay. Cheers, boys. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it a four out of five. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> but then you went five out of five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big Earn. Uh, 3.25. Chris. 3.5. I like it. And it's cool. definitely, uh, I would, I'm going to guess that it's above average. Now the rest of them are just going to be fucking horse piss. <laughs> really like, fucking. Because I'm going to have to go once. So the average for that one, the, what is it? Uh, yeah. The Grand Fino, La Grosha. Thank you. I just couldn't pronounce all that stuff. Is a 4.0 out of 5. Dang. Should pretty I change good, my answer? That's a pretty good start. <laughs> yeah. New glass? Yes. Okay. All right, <clears throat> moving right along. All right, this next one. This one's darker. Is the Manzanilla, Manzanilla. Deliciosa Valdespino. Yeah, the, the double L is an AA. A, a, a Y, I think. Manzanilla? Well, yeah, so yes. Okay, A-Y. A-Y. All right, Manzanilla Deliciosa is the best known Manzanilla. 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 Motherfucker, we just went over this. <laughs> 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 from Valdespino. It is around five to six years old, whereas the younger Manzanilla Senorita has an average age of three years. Both come from the Bodega La Guita. 
which is part of the Estevez group that owns both brands. Deliciosa is made by Maribel Estevez. Is that Emilio's sister? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Enologist and daughter of the owner, Jose Estevez. The grapes are sourced from the Pago... What is that? Miraflores? <laughs> and the Solera system consists of seven scales. Six plus Solero. It's fun to wa- watch you learn how to read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since 2013, there is also a Manzanilla Deliciosa and Rama, a less filtered version, which is bottled in springtime each year. So this is 15% as well. She get fresh apple and citrus with lots of dried herbs and green olives. The fleur is easy to note. The minerality of Miraflores as well. I don't know what the fuck that word is. Hints of warm shore sand and ropes. <laughs> what the fuck? Right there. Hints of warm shores and it's ropes. A rope. <laughs> Almonds, hay. Almonds, hay. Hey. Chamomile? I don't, of, Chamomile. Of course. <laughs> the one word I do know how to say up there, and I said it wrong on purpose. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys? What, what do you think of it? this one? Um, this is slightly big darker. Just a, a little slight, bit. slight shade yep. uh, darker. Ooh, a little gold. Yep. That was my first gold. note. Yeah. It. Um, <clears throat> so Manzanilla is. I think the nose on this is more complex than the last one. Yeah, it's got some stuff going on. It's mm-hmm. hard to pinpoint what it is, though. Mm-hmm. I didn't get yes. much off the first one yeah. when we were nosing it. This I think one, this one smells better. Um, yes, this one's got less farmhousey yeasty yep. characters going on than this one. Slightly sweeter. Yes. I maybe get some of that apple in there. Yeah. And so, when you said olive, I'm like, oh, is that yeah. interesting? What is it? Because it's like a briny thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Manzanilla is just, uh, it is phenol sherry, but it's only made from this. Um, kind of a seaport city so it's closer to the ocean so it imparts more of a kind of a salty mineral character to oh, yes the, wine. the wet ocean air gives yep. manzanilla a salty tang as well mm-hmm. as a sea spray aroma yep so it has sea to be made spray. from that area and that's it and po- supposedly that area is really good for the development of floor um so this is kind of it's like a famous it only can be done in that area the way that they do it um but if you don't taste the difference, then it's a bunch of bullshit, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a bunch of branding. But and so, how much was this one on the bottle there? This is seventeen ninety nine. And this, how much That's is this about one? Twice the size. Seven fifty. This is seven fifty. Yeah. Yep. See, this is the one. Like, this reminds me more of wine. Mm-hmm. It's like definitely, but it's still not. I guess the thing that I'm most surprised about by both of these so far is that there's it doesn't taste like wine. Mm-mm. The way it was explained to me is like it's it's wine, but it's stronger wine. Yeah, so it's kind of like, well, let's see how this goes. But it's not bad. I don't. I do the green olives when that guy's when you read with that olives, guy, whoever it was. I, well, I was gonna say the guy who wrote that, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Well, when Knox read green olives, I was like, okay, yeah. whatever. And then as soon as it Sick. On the side of my tongue. Like yeah, green olives. Weird. Yeah, definitely. It, it's very much uh, brinier, saltier, mm-hmm. yeah, um, softer, tanginess. Something, some, some, something weird. Some, something weird. But yeah, yeah, I get. I love green olives, and I like, <clears throat> I like Isla scotches that have some of that salty and brininess to it. And uh, yeah, the nose, the nose fun. is very much green apple pear and mm-hmm. and kind of that salty brine on there. 
palette is very much it's very um very mellow in the in the uh, astringency of it. It doesn't have a lot of alcohol burning it at all. Mm-mm. Much I don't want to say smoother, but <laughs> <laughs> much easier to drink. I would yes. say. And you yep. definitely get some of that green olives coming on the mm-hmm. back end of that. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So, what does it mean to be drunk chilled? That's not just hammered and high at the same time, but what does it mean to be drunk chilled? Yeah, so it's down you, here you put it in the fridge. So, like forty-five degrees. Oh, must yeah. be. I read that so <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> I could tell what you read, That's and what? I was like, "Oh, he's reading it as drunk." Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, no. That's I so thought it was funny. like a way of chilling. <laughs> I mean, so this it was just a smudge on the paper, so not says, a comma. It says drunk chilled and fresh, so it means once you open it, drink it. Don't let it sit for a while, and then. So when it says drunk it, chilled, that means it's a little bit of weed on the side. Yeah, uh, yeah so that, I think I'm a, a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> I really just, yeah. I was making fun of Knox's reading abilities, and then I'm just like, how do you start sentences? <laughs> <laughs> well, they can't and all be also, singers. Don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is really complex. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I really uh, want green olive flavor, but the, again, this is the same as like. The the fino where mm-hmm. the more you have it just you just want to keep drinking it for mm-hmm. some stupid fucking reason just because it's so interesting it's every so time unique. you drink it yeah. it warms up a little bit more you get something mm-hmm. different fucking weird I like it uh, me too uh, nothing tastes like sherry like yeah this is yeah. nothing I, for some reason I thought it was gonna be a lot sweeter yeah, you're gonna get I some mean sweet sherry stuff. just in general not this particular one yeah. but I kind of I think I like this one a little bit more it is less it's, dry which I like personally. And it's got some of those funky flavors that are like, oh, what is that? It's it, it doesn't like offend me or anything, but it's kind of weird. And then it kind of coats your tongue a couple times, like the first one. And uh, yeah, that I don't oily olive oil type green olive, which I also love olives. So yeah, I dig it. It's it's, it's very interesting. Um, I don't know if I could have too many of these, um, but it's definitely a sipper. Yeah, I'm not filling up like a a big fucking pint of this. You know, mm-hmm. your glasses are much smarter than a pint glass. <laughs> if you're drinking a pint glass of this, yeah, good night. Yeah, it's over quick. I think. So here on the screen, I know you're we're in audio format, but here is what it looks like with the floor on top of the sherry in a barrel. Now, for they did this, I don't think they're going to actually have this for drinking this picture because the front and back of it is like plexiglass. People can see what it looks like. Yeah. Because you really don't want flavors of that shit in your sherry, but it isn't interesting to see. I mean, this picture, there's got to be at least that's a thick layer of floor, three fucking inches of floor in there. (laughs) Floor, floor. And so it kind of looks like a a foam or something that's on top of it. And when I'm making wine and I see a layer of that on the top of my barrel, (laughs) the first thing I want to do is get it out of there. Yeah. So my barrels are never half full, but I'm also not making sherry. I'm making wine that I want to keep oxygen out. Where well, that's two thirds. Uh, well, that's two thirds. Yeah, yeah. But and he's fraction. an optimist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, the way that it's not half empty either. Fraction police. <laughs> the way the Solera system works is they have like tiers, and they put the youngest wine on the top tier, and then they empty, they bottle like. Ten percent. I mean, it varies between um, wineries um, how much they do, but they bottle ten percent on the bottom, the oldest sherry um, from the uh, the Solaris system, and then they take the second 
oldest and they fill the the bottom one up and then they it's like a higher they it's like a they fill the one lower with the previous year i mean with the previous um, age constantly so they keep keep a consistent level of of emptiness in the barrels if you will so people that do like infinity bottles right it's kind of the same thing you're taking a little bit of each glass you know typically you know so so it's never empty you never empty that bottle and as you drink out of it you put another bit from a bunch of your different bottles Mm -hmm. so then the theory is there's always a little bit of everything that you've ever had in that bottle totally and that's why um you never you rarely if um you rarely have a vintage on on uh sherry because it's difficult to know how old the wine that you're drinking is so it's kind of a blend of years pretty i think it's pretty interesting yeah it makes oh, yeah. me want to make it really bad like, well it, it's like, really nah. cool because uh uh Knox bought me a bottle of blade and bow um which is a bourbon and uh they do solera aging as well so every bottle that you get is going to have a little bit of that stitzel weller bourbon in it so mm-hmm. something from an old pappy or an old weller or something is so going they, to be in that bottle yeah they leave they leave 10 percent in there i think in, in the barrels and then they just fill them I think yep. again, right? Yep. They never get less than a certain percentage, and that's like Sean was yep. saying, defined by whoever is yeah. doing the aging. How expensive the sherry so, is, yeah. and how strict they are. Well, hey, sure. before these get too warm and, and uh, at the temperature we're not supposed to be drinking these at, um, I'm going to rate this one a four point two five out of five. Bigger, and what are you going to rate this one? He's doing taxes. Uh, three seven five. And this is the uh, Manzanilla Deliciosa. I the- thought this one was just a bit better. Uh, what I give the last one? Three five. Three five. So uh, three point seven five sounds fair. I'm gonna give this a four five. I like this one a lot. This one was even better than the last one. See, that's where we're we're gonna have to be different because this one to me, I don't like it. It didn't live up to the perfection you gave on the very first thing you yeah. ever saw. It's in your top you two, though. Yeah, <laughs> it is in my top two. That is 100% correct. Well, I guess since you guys are giving it like more, I'm going to step up my game. I put three, I just put three, three out of five. Yeah. Would I give it a 3.5 if nudged? Sure. <laughs> but I don't really, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'll this take has, bribes. This one has all the stuff I don't like. And the the first one, the the Grant Fino, that had all the stuff that I liked. You know what I mean? So this is like, more whiny, right? Right. Like more wine. Right. Like, I think yeah. the darker these are get, the less you're going to like them, probably. <laughs> That's going to be my guess on how this episode is going to go for you today. Oh, good. Oh, because, well, yes. if it starts to get to whiskey, then. It does. Like uh, It's going to get darker and darker. Yeah. Did you plan it out that way? Yes. Yep. Yep. Nice. <laughs> he's the wine master guy, yeah. so that makes sense. <laughs> Level one. Yeah. <laughs> Level one DM. Somalian training. That's so, awesome. Yeah. But this was super helpful. I was just like reading about Sherry for the last month. It's been really kind of like gives me focus. You know what I mean? That's uh, another reason we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. What do we got bigger than for an average? So the average for the uh, Menzanilla, because I'm going to pronounce it with the L's, um, mm. Deliciosia is <laughs> 3.85. It's the sweet one. 
it's a little sweeter. <laughs> I wasn't getting that at all. This was yeah. straight tart. Still, yeah. What's this next one here? So this next one is the Lagarocha again. Lagarocha. I don't know. I fucking suck at Spanish. It's weird because uh, it we we didn't notice. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to say anything, <laughs> you cover it up so well. So this is the Amontillado. This one is again in in Spain. Palomino grapes, eighteen percent. This one is. So this is dry and smooth with an amber color and a sharp but subtle hazelnut bouquet. So this mm-hmm. is uh, nine years aging through the Solero system. Nice. So did you notice that this one had longer time in the Solaris system? So this is yeah. started out a Fino sherry. They call these a hybrid sherry in the sense that it is an Oloroso and a Fino. So they let the eventually the floor dies, mm-hmm. and then it's exposed to oxygen. So it gets the floor characteristics originally. So it has the it just adds complexity to it. But eventually the floor dies, and then it's exposed to oxygen. So it gets the uh, the oxidative aging. It gets biological aging and oxidative aging. Because so once you should get, be more complex than the last two. So once you get to a certain ABV or higher, that's when the the floor dies and just kind of you can't. So the, the higher the ABV, the less floor you're going to have. Right? Yeah. Well, this was. I'm pretty sure um, that the the ABV. Do you know the ABV on this? Eighteen. Eighteen. So they would. Yeah, they would kill the. That would kill the floor. My assumption was that the floor eventually just died out because it was in there so long. Like but, it was made of lava or something? But, okay. Well, that, that may be as well. I don't know. Yeah. But the ABV is high enough to kill the floor. <laughs> so they, I read somewhere about what they used to add or to fortify it. They use grape distillates or yeah. it's like grape brandy. spirits. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. So they yep. basically you just use a clear brandy. Clear brandy. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. More nutty, right? More. Yeah. Definitely more in the nose. It's a, it's a darker color. I would say, like, if, if you're related to beer. It's very. Or a dark bourbon. Very see-through, uh, really clear, but yeah, it's yeah. it's dark copper. A cask-strength bourbon. Yeah, that ha- hazelnut is, is a good, like a hazelnut coffee. But not really coffee, but like the hazelnut. I do get that, like what it said. Less alcohol I, for some reason, though. The burn. On the nose, almost. I like, get some sort of fruit. I mean, maybe mm. grapes. <laughs> I mean, I'll, like, yeah, I'll just answer like my dried own, fruit. Stupid question there, but a little bit I get that, and then yeah, oh, uh, get some kind of earthy nuttiness. <laughs> so good. You like this one? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love sherry. <laughs> it's not as tangy for sure Mm-mm. as those first two we had. Gosh. You're getting tang on here? I'm getting tang on this one, not the first one. I'm going to go back and try the first one again later, if I can. It's too late. It's all gone. Nope. We still got some right there. No, I think Uh, it's all gone. Oh. Well, this Mm. is definitely fruitier tasting. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Less astringent. God, yeah, I like this one the best. You think this is less astringent? Flavor-wise, yes. I think there's more astringency in this one, like alcohol burn. Mm -mm. I agree with Chris. I get it's not as dry as the first two we've had, mm. but it's still not like sweet. No, there's I get, no sugar I get in some this. fruit, a little bit of, and then it kind of, I think the hazelnut or the, the earthiness kind of levels the sweetness you'd probably get from the grapes. So um, this one's only, but I get sweet. just a little sweet, just a little sweet, a little sweet. Um, 
but yeah, I, I kind of like it. I think I like this one probably the best so far. Uh, but right. I do get a little bit of that astringency. You're welcome, Chris. Thought you were uh, welcome. Burn mm-hmm. a little bit more. Uh, but uh, all it does is just kind of like dries your mouth out a little bit. So you just want to take another sip or chug it like Chris was. At uh, 18%, yeah, this could uh, this could be dangerous. Yep. Mm-hmm. Again, probably buy the three se- 375 milliliter bottle. Definitely, yeah. It's easier to or drink two than of them. whiskey, so it will definitely mess you up easier. I could see And that. this one was $14.99 over at Bridgeview, and this nice. is a 375 So this is equivalent to a $30 bottle of wine. I'm still up in the air on this one. I don't know. I kind of like that complex... Nuttier, fruitier. Mm-hmm. It, for some reason, it, it also feels uh, like it, it, it coats the tongue more, a little bit more, slightly bit oilier. And it's, I mean, that's because it's not as dry, obviously. The sweeter it is, the, love, the more that it's going to coat the tongue really nice and s- smoothly. <laughs> In my See, it's not that easy yeah. to talk, oh. is it? <laughs> what were you going to coat? <laughs> Sounded like something else, right? When I drink this one, listen, I'm listen, I'm hearing you guys talk about nutty and light fruit flavors, and I feel like every time you say that, I get a hint of that. So I don't know what that is. Yeah. My first impression, <clears throat> because I'm, you know, I'm not a connoisseur, but this reminds me of pickle juice. That one, yeah, cool. Some, some of it, <laughs> cool. Yeah, I can, cool. <laughs> some of that, nope. Vinegary, maybe. Like ap- apple cider sure. vinegar type yeah. of thing, yeah. or balsamic. Yep. Yeah, that's a good. Oh, that I agree with. Yep. Yeah, I almost call. everything else you've said, I disagree. Yeah, but, yeah that one part. <laughs> but that part. <laughs> yeah. That part. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. All right, I'll start mm-hmm. this one randomly. Okay. I'm gonna say uh, I don't uh, three seven five again. I'm gonna second that. Yeah. Dang it. Three. Three I'm seven sorry. five. 375 for you as well. Mm-hmm. Sean? Mark Way was 375. So this is your least favorite, Sean, so yeah. far. The Montanilla is my favorite so far. Yeah. That's the second one. Yeah. And Knox? That's you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go 375 as well. I'm so fucking good. And just to make the math easy, I'm going to go four. I can't wait for you to try the cream sherry. You know. So the average for the, I don't want to mispronounce it. You've already mispronounced it once. So <laughs> uh, the Lagarocha. Lagarocha Amontillado, uh, Amontillado yep. sherry. That's right. Yes, thank you. Is three point eight zero. God, you guys are so wrong. I think so who's was, in the I lead think that so far? La Grosha. The first one, the Fino. The first one? Still Crazy. Crazy. All right, let's take a quick uh, break. We'll get our second uh, sponsor in. We'll be right back after this. Super duper. What would you like to eat tonight? I don't know. What are you feeling? Uh, you know, I, I could go for burgers or wings. I don't know, maybe even pizza. What are you thinking? We just had pizza. I don't know. Uh, that's what I'm asking you. Well, maybe we should look online. Is what? It happens in nearly every home in America almost every day. At some point, someone asks, what are we going to eat tonight? 
worry not. Fargo Takeout's artificial intelligence robotic chef, The Decisionator, is here to make the choices for you. You'll find its three top choices for takeout. If none of the three choices sounds good to you, just click the Nope, Try Again button. Even an artificial intelligence robot chef gets it wrong once in a while. The next time your relationship seems strained based upon what's to put on the table, turn to FargoTakeout.com slash Decisionator. And remember, save a meal, save a marriage. FargoTakeout.com slash Decisionator. Aggressive fucking stance on an inanimate <laughs> object, yeah. man. And just, I don't... <laughs> fucking Tangerine must have pissed me off. Yeah, right. Tangerines are whores. <laughs> I don't know where that came Maybe from. Maybe it didn't piss you off. Maybe it was extremely pleasant for you. <laughs> yeah, it cost a, Maybe cost, it made you jealous. It cost a little bit more than I expected. <laughs> yep. So, All right, welcome back it's, from our uh, second ad break. Keep and, uh, your dick beaters off my tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Got some Steve Perry singing to us. I think that when Steve Perry quit Foreigner is when we saw the decline in sherry sales. <laughs> yeah. I th- I'm That's a, pretty sure it's his fault. It's a correlation. <laughs> that is a correlation. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, All right, so why don't you tell us about this uh, this style here, the Oloroso there. Uh, Oloroso is, um, so they fortify it to higher alcohol so the floor can't live. So it's not biologically aged, it's oxidatively aged. So that's why it's darker in color. They actually deliberately oxidize this wine, which I'm trying to avoid at all cost with when I'm making wine. Typically, you don't want an oxidized wine, but they've done it, figured out a way to make it taste great. So that is. Yeah, we'll be the judge of that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. We, haven't, we haven't gotten don't that far yet. Don't put those ideas in our head yet. All right. It was, it's a little bit, a little bit darker, more caramel colored, mm-hmm. uh, darker caramel, like a burnt caramel color compared to the last one. That's what I smell is burnt caramel right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much more caramelized. What's the full great. name of this one? Uh, it's Oloroso. So that's the Oloroso Don Nuno. Uh oh. Wasn't he so the this guitar is player for Extreme? Ah, uh, that was Don Nuno Betancourt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> he's kind, of a, oh, he's kind of a jerk to us a couple years ago on the Monsters of Rock cruise. We met him a couple times. Yeah. Monsters. So it says it's 100% rock. Palomino. Mm hmm. Which is pretty standard. So, aged following an oxidative aging for 12 years in yeah. Bodega La Campania, Campana, Camp, Campania, Campania, <laughs> in Jerez de la Frontera. So easy, a four-year-old boy could understand this. Right? And if anybody knows a four-year-old hey, boy that could read this, I, that would help. I think we should all take a stab at that sentence. That way, <laughs> Knox, does, he understands that it's not, it's not him. Aged following an oxidative aging for 12 years in Bodega La Campania in Yores de la Frontera. Well, Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a multilinguist. Nice. Nice. Well, <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to stick up for you, Knox, and he just stabbed yeah, me. Dude, I, I closed my <laughs> eyes and guessed. <laughs> what I happened? The, I blacked out. I did it off memory. Yeah. You're way better than me. <laughs> It's a true I like statement. getting shit on. Ah, crap! I do. 
<laughs> All right, so this one, okay, it's dark bronze color with golden rim. Is that a rim job? Pungent <laughs> the, nutty. The it's golden rim nutty. is when you piss on somebody's <laughs> rim job. This is the second Am I on the wrong podcast on. again? Oh, no, no, that sounds totally Nut like aromas, nutty aromas. Like bad nuts. Pungent nutty. Smoky wood background, rich flavors of bitter chocolate, walnuts, and baked chestnuts. Mm-hmm. Better than chin nuts. <laughs> <laughs> this Olorosa wine has an intense concentrated aftertaste lightened by a tangy acidity. It's 20%. Whoa. Wow. ABV. Yeah. I get caramelized like maple syrup. Yes. Just yeah. a dark maple syrup. Sweet, yep. but Sm- still kind of... Dude, I don't know, woody or nutty, is that maybe something smoky. Is that the word? Is that maybe? I don't know. Smidge bit of cherry bark in the very background of that smoky it's cherry exactly bark. Exactly what I was thinking, but on mm-hmm. the back end. Yeah, cherry, cherry bark. I was proud of myself for smoky, and he hits me in the face with hints <laughs> of back cherry wood, probably 1846 <laughs> yeah, barrel right. Like what? Thanks for your input, Mark Wayne, but here's what I get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Good job, Rook. <laughs> right? right? I'll drink to that. All I know uh, is this stuff is my favorite so far. But it smells I, wonderful. I haven't tried it yet. I've just been smelling it and li- uh, letting my nose live inside this glass because uh, it, it reminds me more of bourbons, right? It's getting whiskier. It, it does have that woody... Uh, ah. But there's still the tang to that, even on the nose. If there was like a raisin-flavored bourbon, this is what the nose would be on that one, I think. Plums. (laughs) I'm tasting plums. Yeah. Not raisins. Plumper raisins, yeah. Oh, this is tasty as fuck. Yeah, Yeah. it's my favorite style of of sherry. This is what I buy. I get more of that astringency. Yep. That burn right away, and then it kind of mellows out. It's... It's not as sweet as it smells, uh, but then the no. aftertaste kind of, I get more of that plum kind of sweetness, some sort of fruit. I get really sour and tart in the middle of my tongue, like a half a second, two seconds after drinking it. That was the Manzilla for me. Which I like. God damn. Yes. This one dries my tongue out more though. It's more tannic. In my in, in my opinion, a bit more wood. Yeah, I would agree with that. Max. Yeah. yeah, this is probably my favorite one so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. but boy, that that ooh, that uh, alcohol burn kind of stays with you there for a while. Mm-hmm. I think once you I don't once you it. haven't had a drink for a bit, you kind of get it in your glands area. Yep. You're breathing it out. <sighs> I'm exhaling something flammable. Yep, that's for exactly. sure. Very light mouthfeel. Very thin, but it's still, for some reason, it's still coating my glass from the very top. Yeah, this is this is bright and sharp and then dry. It's weird, but I dig it. Yeah, this is easily my favorite one so far. This one tastes most like fermented juice. It's delicious. Delicious. So there is that kind of like that, that like... Uh, very hints of that balsamic vinegar still in the very yeah I, it's like you're smelling it but you're not tasting it but you're you're smelling it based off of your breath after you drink this so you get that kind of like a weird flavor at the back end but it's yeah. this is this is very nuanced there's a lot of shit going on in this one 
I, I agree with you on that. I personally think I would, and of course, you know me, I almost want a little bit more of that caramelized maple or that sweetness that I smell mm-hmm. that I really didn't get in the taste. I enjoyed it. It's got some flavor to it. Um, it's like, like I said, is my favorite, but I almost would want a little bit, a little bit more sweetness, a little bit, not too much though. Well, but if this again, one was for the sweeter. style, it probably, I don't know, is right, probably right on. I think if this is sweeter, it'd be really dangerous. Yeah. 20%. I think you want to taste a little bit of that astringency to remind you. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. This is 20%. Like, we're not fucking around here. Yeah. Don't. I feel like if I was sweeter, I'd be dangerous too. But I'm not, so fucking. <laughs> little, little sweet. So uh, I'll start. If nobody else has anything uh, they want to throw in on it. No? All right. 4.25. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Well, Mark Way? It's, it's my favorite one so far. Um, you did like it better than the very first one you tried. Well... I wonder if it's the other two glasses in between that make me think that. <laughs> but I will say, like, well, to be honest, uh, the the Grant, I'd probably go back to it because it was the easiest to drink so far for me. Mm-hmm. This one, I like the best knowing what I know now. How about? You're a learned person. Learned. <laughs> you guys are my professors. So I'm sorry. So your number, number then? <laughs> <laughs> I, I dozed I'm, off there for a I moment just, while you were talking, so maybe I missed it. But thanks, um, Chris, I'm, for backing gonna, me up. We're going to go 4.25. So you gave five to the first one. I had no choice. You you had up to five choice. You had a lot of choice. Anyway, I was just wondering. You said you liked <laughs> this one the best. I thought this was a five then. But whatever, 4.25 from the Markway. <laughs> 4.5, big one. Put 4.5. I'll meet him in the middle, mostly on my way, my side. <laughs> mostly on your side. And Knox. Uh, I'm going to go with, um, I'll go with the four on this one. Four to five. I'm giving it a 4.5. So uh, the average for the Alessandro. Oh, you nailed it. Thanks. Is 4.35. It's Oloroso Don Nuno. Thanks for stealing my thunder. You're welcome for stealing your thunder. <laughs> In my head, I was like, I'm pretty sure you just made that up because that's not what we were drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our next one, right? This is also from Lou Stau. So they're a deluxe cream capatas Andre. So it says each component of this blend Oloroso and Pedro Jimenez wines. So this is a blend. It's aged individually in its own Solero in Yerez de la Frontera. Mahogany color with coppery reflections. Concentrated aromas of smoky wood, dates, dry figs, and raisins. Fresh, silky with a balanced acidity. A tribute to our Capatas Andre Perez, who worked in Lustau in the 60s as cellar master. This was a 20% ABV. Average age of this one is eight years. It's got a sweet profile. What percent? Twenty percent on this 20%. one too. Yes. Yeah. So, what? I get a lot of plum yeah. on the aroma. Uh, okay, sorry. Appearance <laughs> dark, uh, <laughs> darker than the Oloroso. Yes. Yeah. Slightly more red too. Yep, almost mm-hmm. like a dark red ale. 
So, and then uh, I get a lot of plum or some sort of raisin on the aroma. Definitely. And I get, I definitely am able to nose more of that alcohol astringency as well. It's really like it's lighting up my nose hairs on this one. But it's the same as the last one as far as ABVs. So it's just more poignant in this one. Maybe this one's a little bit more bitter. So cream sherry was originally created for the British market. It's like an export. So they liked it sweet. So this is a sweetened version of an Oloroso. That's all that a cream sherry is. Um, it is uh, sweetened with the Pedro Jimenez grape unfermented juice. Oh, yeah, much so sweeter. Oh, much sweeter. Yeah. But it doesn't smell sweeter than mm-hmm. the... Yeah, it smells more stringent than the last one, right. but the taste is and mouthfeel is mm-hmm. way more sweet and may, uh, way more silky. This is more of a dessert wine for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Wow. It's like... Beautiful, isn't it? Oh, my God. Oh, that, <laughs> this is... <laughs> Does it look, get, the look on your face every time Sean takes like, a drink of wine yeah. is <laughs> like seriously like, like a kid in a candy store is like oh yeah. we got another bear <laughs> <laughs> beautiful uh, I, I really like this one a lot of sweetness kind of that sugary kind of sweet um kind of sticky your lips kind of get sticky and how much is this one. That one's twenty nine ninety nine for a seven fifty. This one, no, this one was uh, nineteen ninety nine for a seven fifty of the deluxe the, cream the Capates cream one. Okay. Andre. This one is twenty nine ninety nine. The last one for the last one. That's a yeah. good one. That makes me want to take it, put it in a frying pan, reduce it down, put a little orange peel in there, pour it over some vanilla ice cream. Nice. That's what I want to do with this. Definitely. People do that with the <laughs> next, the, the Pedro Jimenez. They put it over top of ice cream. I'm ahead of my time. Yeah. <laughs> By about 10 seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can time travel. Not far, uh, though. Yeah. <laughs> Further than you. Ooh, did I get a point? Yep. Funny as ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Mm. So this yeah, was. I really uh, enjoyed. See now, I think when I think of sherry's, this is kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Something kind of sweet, but boy, the, you still get that astringency in there, though. Mm-hmm. You still get what in there? The alcohol kind of alcohol. burn yeah. to oh, it. Oh sure. But ooh, I can really, I really, yeah. that sweetness. Fortifying it's wines can get away one. with, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs> Something different. We'll about be right him. back after a Dr. Him. Pepper sponsor. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> you said it. Now we have to pay him. <laughs> <laughs> I anyway. do like this one. If, I feel like <clears throat> maybe it's like a clove or something, but I feel like something's burning on my my like peppery. I don't know. <laughs> I do feel that way when I drink this in the mouth. <laughs> I don't think any of us were. Oh, you drink this in we, your nose? We all know that you weren't boofing it. I know. You know? <laughs> Can't boof with your pants up. It's well, this a is a suppository. This isn't a video podcast, so they don't know that. This warms my belly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one does. Like if I was stuck outside, uh, it was just me and my St. Bernard, and we were walking, and I had a canteen, and this was in it, I'd be happy. 
But if it was just water that was frozen, I'd be like, damn it. Yeah. Or ice. <laughs> this is like perfect. <laughs> perfect. Is, it, yeah. is it ice water that is frozen? That's what I said, or okay. ice. Yeah. 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 This is like perfect for sitting around like a campfire or a or a after in front of your steak. fireplace in front yeah. of your house after at your house. Yeah. 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 I feel like, yeah, it's like when it's cold outside. This is good to have inside. Definitely. Yep. It's a perfect nightcap. Way to is, finish the finish the evening off. It's Sean, definitely helping my inside wounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sean, um, would this typically be drank in, drunk, whatever, chilled or room temperature? Uh chilled. Yep. Okay. I almost kind of think I would like it colder, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think as it warms up, kind of like yeah. some beers, it kind of brings definitely. up more of the aromas and. I uh I prefer warmer booze, warmer wine. It opens up the um, aromatics for sure. He got that right. Good job. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I, I I I like things uh, not terribly cold yeah. all the time. Mutes all the aroma. Mm. Yep. All right, who wants right. to start this one off? I'm gonna give it a four seven five. Nice. Chris. Four. Sean. Sean, I'm going to give it a 4.25. I thought in my head I was going to split it down the middle of these two, 4.25. I don't want to feel like I'm copying the Somalier IT. But... Well, I'm also going to be labeling it 4.25. Okay. So you can just all pretend yep. like we're copying him. Or... <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. So the average for the deluxe cream is 4.30. Yeah. 0.05 so behind. The Don Nunu. Thanks, Chris. All right, the last one for the day. Ah, uh, if you go to maestrosierra.com and look up uh, their Pedro Jimenez natural sweet wine aged in American oak barrels. This is a fifteen percent ABV, and this is a hundred percent Pedro Jimenez. Jimenez, yep. Grapes. Jimenez. So this is the first one that's not made with Palomino grapes today, mm-hmm. right? Yep, that's, that's the name of the grape. Yep. So the vinification process of the Pedro Jimenez grape, which gives name to this wine, starts in summer with the sun drying of the grape in order to achieve the pacification. Changes in its sugar content, its chemical nat- nature, and other changes, both physical and sensorial. Once the must is extracted, it is then fortified up to 10%, in order to stop the fermentation. During the following autumn and winter, the wine will be clarified. After this, the destillado, or the removal of any sediment from the wine, takes place. Then the wine is fortified to 15% and transferred to the butts, where it will enjoy a process of oxidative aging in the process system of Solera's. What do we mean, kindergarten? Dude, it just, re- it just reminded me of how... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. But Mark Clay was talking about when I drink it with my with my mouth and not his butts. Yeah. Not plural. <laughs> and, right. and the system of <laughs> and the system of Solaris and Cryoderis over the next five years. Oh <laughs> uh, it says it goes well with blue cheese. It's gonna be dense, sweet, silky, and delicious. At 15%. So this is going to be like the dessert wine. So I also saw something else in doing my research where there's a sugar content, which is uh, 250 to 400 
So what does that mean? The G grams per liter. Oh, grams I thought it was. Liter. I thought it was grains per liter. Damn it! Mm, so this is gonna, that's a lot of sugar. Yeah. So yeah. this one's gonna be <laughs> definitely sweeter as fuck. Anybody get prunes immediately? Yeah, plums. Mm. So not. <laughs> that write up was incredible, man. That you pretty much covered yeah, the entire. Yeah, that's kind of all I get. Things that one right process. there. So I think only on maybe the last two, like the the, the creams and the Pedro Jimenez, that's when they really start digging into the sugars, right, yes. and yeah. measuring them out because mm-hmm. they have to be a minimum of two hundred, right? On these, I'm not sure if there's a regulated. It says it's never below two hundred and fifty grams below? a liter. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Unlike Moscatel. Moscatel is the third grape variety. Yeah. yeah. So these are always made from sun grapes. <laughs> this is super fucking sweet. Holy shit, Bells. Yeah. I feel like I need a now, shot. Now, this is the dessert wine. You don't have this with a meal. <laughs> Insulin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do I, this is do the, you're right. You pour this over ice cream, right? rum raisin or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that is thick and sugar. Thick and, uh, this and is prunes. Thick and sugar. Yeah, and prune. Tastes like jelly. Oh. Why do I get like. Tastes like raisin bran mm. milk. I get like it's a. syrupy, right? I almost get like a, a mint on the very first smell, like a back hint of mint on the very first nose on this one for some stupid reason. But then oh, I get I get, I get, like I get the all, raisin and plums after that. I get all prune sugar. Yeah, prunes like fresh prune. Open up, know. open up the bag of prunes. <laughs> yeah, right. What's up, you bag of prunes? <laughs> <laughs> That's a 1930s diss. If you guys weren't <laughs> hip to my style. <laughs> Fake uh, Newtons. Yeah, it's it's thick and syrupy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could not have a whole lot of this, but I, I would like, like more. So. <laughs> this is I don't know. Yeah, like, I've got topping. these glasses at home that are like not it's very like, big, and I think that's like the perfect size for this. I think they're like two like little mini ones. goblets. Yeah, yeah, two lips. and I think that's what Sher- are they're four sherries. I think, mm-hmm. and that would make sense because. Two ounces of this is probably enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's delicious, but yeah, I don't know that. I feel like it would weigh you down. I don't think yeah. you should go play basketball after this. Right, quick. Right. Wait thirty minutes before you do anything. Cement like swimming in your belly. Yeah, this would put you down. This all, yeah, this is almost kind of like diabetes, like in a glass. <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it just tastes that thickness too, of yeah. like you're drinking a little bit syrupy. It, it's yeah. It's a whole mouth coater too, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's everywhere in my mouth now. And it, right, there's no escape from the flavor. Like yeah. I haven't, you need to take a sip of it and it's there forever. I'm gonna have to sand my the walls of my mouth. Almost like a liqueur. You know what I mean? Yes. Huh? Like it's thick it's, like that. Yeah. It's probably a good thing we saved this for last. Like a cordial. Yeah. Good call, Sean. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is different. So this one's like twenty bucks for a three seven five. Mm-hmm. It's because it costs so much in sugar. Yeah, no doubt. If it's two hundred, does that say two hundred fifty grams per liter? Correct. correct. Minimum. That's twenty five percent, but no sugar. more than four. Yeah, <laughs> like, but, and often reaches more than four hundred. Wow. So that's they're talking ridiculous. Well, I think right. So they're just talking about Pedro Jimenez sherries in general, not this one in particular. I don't know what this one in particular has, but seven hundred and thirty-two. It's figgy. I mean, I can read the paragraph on the back of the bottle, but 
I think the cream sherry has much more balance in this. This is too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I is, think I'd agree yeah. with you. I mean, yeah. I love sweet things, but this is... Yeah. Cream sherry did it just fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. You still tasted the alcohol. It was a thing you could drink after or even during a meal if it's a spicy dish. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this, I don't think this, is, this is like... This, mutes this is a, over the top. It mutes a lot of other things, though, yeah. I think, too. Yeah. Like, if you're drinking this while eating something you're not going to get as much out of that food either Mm-mm. you know it's just this yep. is a this is a crusher of flavors mm-hmm. like it could overpower your yep. your mouth yeah especially with the coatability of this mm-hmm. um it's different it's much more like you said raisiny which makes sense that these you know wines are made out of fucking grapes but this is the first time ever <clears throat> tasting something like this where it's like I'm literally drinking raisins. How much was this bad boy? 20 bucks for the 375. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. This yeah. is when you I came into this, this thinking like people. Well, yeah, yeah. You could, you could yeah. share the responsibilities yeah. and you would have to because this is what I thought Sherry was going to be like. Really? You know, That's when, true. When, when you said we're drinking Sherry's, I was like, okay, prepare for Right, thick booze that tastes like sugar water. Yeah, we were talking about that yeah. outside too. Yeah. Like, wow, uh, when we went through those first three, um, I was like, "This is way different than what I thought it was going to be." But this is exactly what I thought most of them were going to be: mm-hmm. um, thick and heavy and burly. You know, <laughs> not quite yeah. syrupy, but and this yeah, one was what twelve years, right? Wow, what does it say on the, there? I don't know. They yeah, it doesn't, do doesn't that. say the years, but I, I think this one's oh. Here, over the next five years, drink in the, the Solera system. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. yeah, this is definitely the darkest of the ones mm-hmm. that we've had today. And yeah, this is like drinking raisin liqueur, which I'm not a fan of. Cordials, you know, the sweeter shit. I'm not, you know, I drank too many fucking Jaeg bombs back in when I was a musician. So I'm really not a big fan of Jaegermeister or anything kind of like that. You know, Kraken rum is another one that I can't stand because of that shit. And, so this kind of just reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. Well, hey. you want to throw some numbers on it? News flash from Chris. Let's do the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. You woke me up. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give this one a 3.5. 3.5 for you, huh? Yes, sir. I'm going to give it a 4. Chris? That's the first one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want me to go back and try this one? Yeah. After you threw a number, I just thought I'd give it to you. Okay. See how wrong you fucking were. Anyway, I'm going to go with a 3.75. I'm going to go with a 2.25. Dang, I went 3.75 too. Because I didn't mind it, but it was not something I'd drink. All right. So the average for the... Um... Joe Jimenez. Thank you. Is 3.45. From El Maestro Sierra. El Maestro. Yeah, I, I gave it a higher number than maybe I should have based on the fact that I would really, really buy this and use it as a syrup with yeah. you know, poured over ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Th- those applications to me are really uh, intriguing and uh, yeah. that help. I agree, but is it, this, is it by itself? It's pretty it's over rough. the top. Yep. I so don't the, know. Oh, go ahead. So the only style we were missing today was the Palo Cortado, and and uh, you had mentioned, Marque, that that was your favorite style so far. That oh, he was before. lying, though, I'm sure. Through my teeth. <laughs> okay. I really had no idea. 
what I was talking about. I just right. picked that one, yeah. and it happened to be the one, the one that we didn't try today. Exactly. So, so Palo Cortados is a rare, eccentric type of dry Amontillado. Sometimes an Amontillado aged especially long time begins to take on the body, lushness, and concentration of an Oloroso. This duplicitous curiosity with the fragrance and finesse of a dry Amontillado and the voluptuous body and concentration of a dry Oloroso is called a Palo Cortado. Amusingly, Amontillados, in the process of turning themselves into Palo Dorados, often escape notice by the cellar master who, on a day-to-day basis, checks the developing wines by spilling them, not tasting them. By spilling them? Smelling them, I said. Oh, it's spelling them. All right. I thought I said smelling them. I, I said spelling them? I think you said cellaring them. Oh, wow. Can I try that cream sherry again? That was good. So last thoughts on today. Right there. Sherry, it was a lot different than I thought it was going to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So Pleasantly I, surprised or... Yeah, actually. Yeah. I so, want Mark Quay to go back and taste that first one. Well, it's supposed to be chilled. You're supposed to be chilled. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, I guess you're over two then, aren't you? Well, I definitely feel like it tastes more of the wine that I, I like. I feel like was missing the first time, if you will. But it's still the one that I would find myself drinking because it doesn't bother me. Like wine does. <laughs> I, like, I like how it's not something that you like. It's just like less obtrusive. Well, you, I forget what wine we were talking about, but you said it doesn't offend me. And then I thought to myself, the exact opposite for me. This is offensive to me. I don't I don't want this by me. Does that make sense? You know, like it just it wasn't something that I wanted. I didn't want to have that. I just wanted to drink my number one wine. My Grant Fino. My Grant Fino. Yeah. I think the takeaway here is I'm in love with Grant Fino and we're going to start a vineyard together. <laughs> you want to, yeah. you know? <laughs> that's what happens when you get a comedian to come on your show. He just comes and tries to crack jokes about everything. And that's awesome. Yeah. So one thing, one thing that I learned is uh, these grapes are not purple at all. So when they're talking about doing... <laughs> Right, so when they're talking. They're not when they're talking about aging them in sherry casks. Now I know that it's not imparting any purple color to it. It's actually just reinforcing the bourbon color of it. So you can't really tell by color that bourbon or whiskey is aged much in Solero or or in uh, sherry casks, unless it's like a Pedro Jimenez, right, where it's a lot darker, a lot more oxidized. Mm-hmm. Well, I think if anything was used, if, if if any whiskey aged themselves in a Pedro Jimenez barrel afterwards, I don't know if I'd like it much because it would just be so sweet. Do you think it would take all the sweetness? I think, think it would. Well, I think you're going to get a... Ah, fuck. I don't fucking know. I mean, I, that, I <laughs> well, guess that's Well, if it's bourbon, it's already 51% corn, so it's going to be well, sweeter anyway. Well, typically bourbons aren't going... Bourbon in and of itself will not... Age itself in anything else. In order for it to be called bourbon, it cannot, cannot. Mm-hmm. So, American whiskey or a, so it would be, be blunt, it would have to be whiskeys. labeled bourbon aged in. You know, technically not a bourbon then. But anyway, carry mm-hmm. on. I'll be back next week. 
<laughs> so this is a uh, tell us about the Champagne region of oh, France. Yeah, so, we actually, tried that. that is the, relevant. We tried that in um, the sort of Spumantes episode. So. Yeah, nice. So Champagne is like the opposite of Jerez. The Jerez is the region that makes sherry. Okay. So Champagne adapted processes to um, kind of um, meet their cold climate, whereas Jerez or Jerez um, met. Um, the conditions of a really hot climate because this is in southern Spain, so they've kind of they have a notoriously low acid grape Palomino, and um, really hot days, and then they have the, they're they're planted on this white kind of chalk soil which reflects light into the which also Champagne has. So there's a lot of correlation between Champagne and they're kind of seen as um, opposites. Okay, Yin and Yang. Yin and Yang. Ah, yeah. nice. The white and black spy versus spy in the Mad magazines. You nice. could have just had spy versus spy. Yeah, Why? I could have just butchered that. I think I got a bit of a buzz. To be honest, <laughs> that made sense in my head. I hope it made sense in. Oh yeah, definitely. I think so. It definitely did. For for a bit. Yeah. I yeah. I, the last two that I had was kind of what I thought cherries would be more of the sweeter dessert wines. So, um, yeah, it was it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Now I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go impress some other people and say, hey, let's uh, try this sherry. Yeah. Sherry? I'm like, yeah. This is Those, that Oloroso was really good. Yeah, that's my yeah. favorite. Who did we say won the day? That one. That one. Oloroso. The, the, the Don Nuno. 4.35 by Lustuo. Lustau. 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 Well done. 4.35 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. This Don is Nuno. A, this, is a, this is a good. This is a good time. <laughs> this is a great episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm almost all healed on the inners. <laughs> so, Sean, uh, thanks for coming to the episode today. Uh, what can you tell us about, or they can find information about you, or or Bear Creek Winery in general? Oh, sure. Um, they can find us on our website at uh, bearcreeknd.com. Um, they can follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Twitter, not really Twitter, but uh, Facebook, Instagram is where we focus on. Um, they, we're about to open up again after COVID, which is Whew. a big deal for us. We did private tastings last year, but this year we're about to finally go back to normal. Do and, you know when uh, about your probably you May, a target date? Middle of May to um, pro- probably May 29th is the day we're looking at. Okay. Yep. Nice. Pretty excited for that. I'm pretty excited. And do you yeah. plan on doing tours and all that kind of stuff? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yep. So we'll do private tastings as well, where I do the tours of the production site, the vineyards, and and um, kind of more in-depth analysis of the wines. And uh, But we'll also have public hours for people that just want to enjoy wine with their friends and not really talk to the servers. <laughs> my favorite put it down and walk away my yeah. favorite way yeah. to drink wine is with friends yes so that's cool yeah nice you bet yeah no i'm so excited and where are you located at we're located um about a mile south of fargo maybe even we're almost within the city limits so well, that's yeah. pretty nice yeah yep so you get a feel like you're in the country but you don't have to drive to the country yeah, just take a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> You're out of town a little bit, but it's so flat around here, you can still see town. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> That's right. Nice. 
Mark Way, where can they? Where can people find you? Or well, I think they promote. I mean, outside of the five local grocery stores, that's true. <laughs> five grocery stores. One of those five, you'll catch me at. Uh, they're all grouped together, so I'll be there. Check me out at Aldi uh, Wednesday from seven to eight fifteen. <laughs> I'll actually I'll be at Aldi later today, yeah. and probably Walmart and Target. That's just I'm I'm I see that coming in my future. Um, that's only today though. So when by the time the people hear this, it's going to be a little bit too late. So sorry you missed me. Catch me if you can. <laughs> Call me Leonardo DiCaprio. You can be Tom Hanks. <laughs> uh, let's see. Honestly, if you want to come and see me Wednesday nights. Uh, downstairs of Front Street Tap Room, local favorite Front Front Street Tap Room. Uh, they have the comedy cellar down there, so we do open mic on Wednesday nights, eight o'clock, and then, uh, gosh, random weekend shows like not this weekend. It's usually every other weekend. Um, so we have a show coming up here. Uh, Knox was just at the show last weekend. It's good mm-hmm. to see him. Um, and then yeah, every other week we do comedy. So you can go to uh, FrontStreetTapRoom.com. Check out the schedule of events, or you can follow me on Facebook, but it's just pictures of me and my family, and I'm not really that interesting, and I don't really go on Facebook anymore, because... <laughs> Tired of looking at those same pictures. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's been, you know... It goes to his own page, he's like, I'm fucking boring. This is lame. Like, okay, okay. Right, yeah. right, right. Yep. Chris, where can uh, people get a hold of you if they want to get a hold of you? Any guy they to promote? Um, Squiggly Giglio. On TikTok, that's my girlfriend. Um, she sometimes records me sleeping. <laughs> uh, not weird. It's just my face, but she usually puts a filter over it. So uh, there's one of me as a potato. <laughs> and because uh, I talk in my sleep and I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's she just randomly, she's like, dangerous. She just like starts recording me. And she's like, hello. No. <laughs> I hope we're just going to put money. She's like, money? I'm like, well, I'm sure you want this on your credit card. And so I don't know what the fuck's going on. So go to Squiggly Giglio on TikTok and you can watch me sleep. That's fucking weird to say. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Big Earn? Oh, as always, right across the street from you. All right. Well, guys, this has been a Predicate Productions episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. For more information, head over to BruceBooseAndReviews.com. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You too can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale that you can purchase from our shops tab on Facebook. We also have extra content that you can access by going to patreon.com slash bruise, booze, and reviews. For just $3 a month, you can get two last call episodes that we record every month. More content coming soon. And tons more coming soon. We've got ideas, kids. They're not great, but there are ideas. There are ideas, and we haven't figured it the fuck out yet, but we'll get there. Yeah, you can also click the link at the bottom of our episode description and donate to help with production costs and adult beverages to review for you. And of course, thanks to you, our listeners and neighbors, without whom this podcast couldn't happen. And to you, we say, May your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers! Cheers.